Good morning. Welcome. 806 Bob Rose Show. Roland Greg Cassidy in the house. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Let's get right to our special guest, Congresswoman Kat Kamek on the air with us. Good morning, Kat. How are you? Good morning, Bob and Greg. It is a beautiful day. Title 42, one week away. Uh, What's going to happen with that? Well, according to the Homeland Security's own estimates, we could be seeing 18,000 people a day coming across our border, which, keep in mind, we lose operational control of our border at 3,000 a day. So this is not immigration. This is an invasion. That's exactly what it is. And we just last week saw the Democrats vote to accept arrest warrants as proof of ID to get across the border and to get on a plane to go to anywhere USA. So we have no idea who these people are. They're all being flown and bussed around the United States on taxpayer time coming out of FEMA, which should be going to hurricane relief or tornado relief, uh, fire, you know, wildfires out west, you name it. This is a disaster. And I actually just got back from the border on Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, in an impromptu trip because we broke the story last week that the Biden administration was stockpiling baby formula at the border. Meanwhile, you got moms and dads in Gainesville and Ocala that can't get baby formula. It's a disaster from start to finish. But the amount at the border wouldn't be enough to fill this gap. Is that correct? No. You know, and I've been very, very vocal about the fact that, listen, they have been stockpiling this for months. And it's not just baby formula. It's wipes, it's diapers, it's clothes, flip-flops, it's everything and anything you could ever need. They've been stockpiling this in warehouses. So even if you redistributed all of the baby formula at the border around the United States, it wouldn't make a dent. Because what has occurred here is that Biden has indicated through the the FDA that they needed to shut down the Michigan plant, the Abbott Michigan plant. Keep in mind that Abbott manufactures 43% of the entire market share in the United States of baby formula over 90% of the specialty formula. They shut that plant down with no plan to backfill that remaining formula that they took off the shelves. They've had no plan. So my point in exposing this was, one, this just, again, shows what this administration's priorities are. And two, once again, the Biden administration is putting Americans last, putting things in place, in play, with no plan to rectify the situation on the back end. And they act surprised and say things like, well, if we'd been better mind readers, no. If you had had a, a, an ounce of common sense, Biden, you would have actually put a plan in place to ease regulations and to bring in other baby formula from overseas. But they didn't do that. It took literally an act of Congress and him being drugged through the mud for a week and moms and dads getting very, very angry for them to take action. Well, I, look, I think it's another thing that was done on purpose to create chaos because you can't do things this this uh, in such a sloppy fashion and call it uh, an accident or the lack of, of mind reading. I got a I got a text from a good friend of mine. He's involved in ag big time. And he said the bigger issue with the baby formula is consolidation in our food supply. Yeah. Why do we have 43 percent of the baby formula made in one location? Yeah, I mean, that's and that highlights a great point, something that no one really talks about. It's like the baby formula cartel. There's only four manufacturers that really make up the market. And when you start digging into programs like WIC, 
which are designed to help young mothers that are struggling or low income, you see that the general fund isn't really subsidizing that. It's actually moms who are purchasing baby formula. They're uh, subsidizing these moms. And again, you point to the regulatory environment that has basically strangled business out of business. That is part of the problem. When you have an FDA and a CDC that is more intent on doing harm than keeping people safe, that's where you need to start looking. And yes, we should be diversifying. But I just think it's absolutely ludicrous that it took months and months and months of buildup and panic amongst parents to actually get the attention of this administration to say, oh, maybe we should do something. And then they outright lied and said, oh, we've had a plan all along. No, they didn't. They never had a plan. No, it's, uh, they have a plan. It's to create chaos. There's no, there's no other way of looking at it. It, it can't be just a bunch of uh, dumb, lazy uh, government workers in the FDA. It's, it's more than that. We know it's more than that. Uh, let me switch gears quick. Uh, troops sent to Somalia. This was announced by John Kirby on Monday. Uh, what's going on here? Oh, they're not going to actively engage in any fighting, no matter what, he basically said. You know, I was reading that news story as Ilhan Omar was walking right in front of me yesterday, and I so badly wanted to ask her about uh, this this story. Look, we, we for too long have been in too many places around the world and places that we, quite frankly, don't belong. Unless there is a clear, credible threat to the United States, we do not need to be risking our young men and women in the line of, of fire. And I, I just, I think that this is, again, mission cre- uh, creep, nation building, all the things that we should be getting away from you see the Biden administration creeping right back into that big government um, uh, mindset. And, and it's just, it's, again, not where we need to be. It's something that I hope when we take the House back, we can rein this in. But I do think that it is going to take a switch in administration for us to get that mindset rectified. Yeah, it's, it, and it's not just sending the troops. It's We have to announce it to everybody. We'll announce how many we're sending. We'll give them timetables. And, and then we'll tell them, oh, by the way, they are not, not going to be actively engaged no matter what. It, it, then what's the point? Yeah, well, they're going to train the Somalians uh, to defend themselves against al-Shabaab theoretically, but why would you say, don't worry, none of our highly skilled, highly trained combat veterans uh, are going to get involved in any firefights? I put the fear of God in every one of those scumbag terrorists. You know, this is, I mean, I'm having flashbacks to Afghanistan. How much money did we spend in training the Afghan military. Yeah. How how quick were they to lay down their arms and take off their uniforms as the Taliban stormed across Afghanistan? This is the same story, the same storyline we've seen over and over and over and over again. What is it going to take for us to learn our lesson? It, it This, again, is just frustrating because we are in too many places around the world playing playing World Cup, and we have real problems here at home an invasion at our southwest border, crime skyrocketing, narcotics flooding the streets, inflation through the roof, seniors can't afford rent. I mean, I could go on and on. Hey, but hey, again, hey uh, on Congresswoman Kamek, uh, Joe Biden went up to Buffalo. Ten people were dead. He wanted to, uh, I, I guess, maybe show his respect, but he, he, of course he turned into a political circus. How many, how many families uh, that lost people because of fentanyl crossing the border, killing uh, their children and husbands and brothers and sisters and all that, uh, how many of those funerals did he attend? Uh, probably none. And as we all remember, as the bodies of the 13 
that were killed in Afghanistan were being unloaded off the plane, he couldn't help but look at his watch multiple times, which the White House did a very poor job of covering that story up. Um, You know, listen, it's clear that this administration wants nothing more than to execute a political agenda. They don't actually care about everyday Americans. The Democrats are no longer the working class party. The Republicans have stepped up and they are representing everyday Americans across the country. Because unless you are a liberal uh, elite, a limousine liberal, someone on Wall Street, you don't fit into their narrative. They only want people who can be controlled and who want to be on the government's soul. That's it. Let me, and so for all the families out there that have been affected by fentanyl, even in our own backyard, Bob, I mean, heck, they just found two pounds of fentanyl in Ocala the, uh, a couple weeks ago. They don't care about that. It's all about fitting and playing to the narrative. Well, I know you care about uh, this state's agriculture, and I'm going to ask you about it, Bill. If I could put you on hold for just a minute, we want to ask you about that and another important issue that faces Floridians. It's uh, almost 816. Kat Kamek, Congresswoman, with us. She's going to stay over the uh, break. Hang on. 97.3 The Sky. I met a guy recently who told me that he spends roughly $250,000 a month. I talked to another person recently who made $50 million at the age of 30. What do you do with that money? How do you spend it? How do you not spend it? What do you invest in? If you meet a rich person, these are questions everyone wants to know, but you're too embarrassed to ask. That's the whole premise of MoneyWise. We talk to real people who have made a significant amount of money, and we ask them all about their finances. My name's Sam Parr, and the podcast is called MoneyWise. That's one word, money wise. You can find MoneyWise wherever you get your podcast. 821 on the Bob Rose Show as we continue our interview with Congresswoman Kat Kamek. And Kat, if we can continue on Citrus Greening Bill you're trying to save the citrus industry in Florida. This thing could save billions. Explain it, and and where is it at in the procedures? Well, you know, as so many people know, agriculture is actually the major economic driver for the state of Florida. It's not tourism. Sometimes tourism is, but in recent years, agriculture has been number one. It's always been the steady hand, uh, the backbone of the state. And so, of course, you know, what is Florida without oranges? And so, of course... We are doing everything we can in research and development, trying to find a cure for citrus greening. And right now we have a viable option. But lo and behold, the Biden EPA is restricting the use of viable uh, products to actually manage citrus greening. And you see packing houses in central Florida that are closing down. You see jobs that are going under. And the saddest thing of all is the final crop, which will be a housing development where so many of these citrus groves have been for so many years. So we are working actually in a bipartisan manner to get the EPA to move on this. It is a proven technology, and hopefully we can get some answers here in the next few weeks. That's our goal. What's the EPA's issue? Are they saying it's going to hurt uh, groundwater? It's unknown chemical stuff? What What's their uh, major objection? <laughs> Believe it or not, Bob, they say they don't have enough money and they don't have enough personnel to review the application. Uh, so we have the EPA asking for more money after the $7 trillion that was spent last year by this government. Uh, these agencies have never been more flush with cash. And I, I can't even begin to tell you how disgusted I am with the EPA for even coming back to us with an answer like that. It's one that's unacceptable and one that I certainly will not uh, take lightly we're going to get this done. The EPA does not need more money. They need to do their dang job is what they need to do. Well, the FBA, uh, the FDA used the same excuse with the uh, 
with the baby formula thing that they were they were underfunded. Yeah. All right, so that's crazy talk with all the money that <laughs> Biden has spent. Uh, and last question, hurricane preparedness. We're in Florida. Yeah. Uh, it's a no-brainer for some of us, but uh, what are you doing in Washington that, that would impact us? Well, you know, it's a great question. Just yesterday I had a congressional hearing where our very own um, University of Florida sent a minority witness uh, meaning, you know, not minority, but, you know, we are in the minority as Republicans. So they sent a witness to Washington, D.C. to testify on resiliency. And, um, you know, hurricane season starts January or June 1st, right around the corner. So lots of preparedness going on right now. And I serve as the lead Republican in the country for FEMA. So we're working on, one, cleaning up a lot of these outstanding project worksheets, you know, payments that are due to cities from previous storms. Imagine that the government is behind on on getting these things processed. But what we are focused on is mitigation, because if you can actually prepare in a meaningful, common sense way, that saves dollars on the back end. So we're working with our utilities. We're working with the state. We are working with all of our emergency management directors to make sure that they're ready and prepared. They have the resources necessary and we will be ready for hurricane season. Fantastic. Kat Kamek, I know you're pressed for time. Thank you so much for your time on the air and your hard work, and uh, keep going at it and fighting the good fight. Hey, thanks so much, Bob. You guys have a great rest of the week. You too. Congresswoman Kat Kamek, I know she, they they said absolutely. I mean, they're literally dragging her down the they hallway, are, yes. too. Yeah. There's an important, uh, another important meeting going on. So, no, we, uh, we value her time. And her opinion and, and uh, the work that she is putting in. She's oh, yeah. on top of uh, a lot of this stuff. And Citrus Greening Bill, can you believe that? The reason they can't, <laughs> wow. can't review it yet is because the financially the EPA doesn't have any money. Really? Do, how, who could really? possibly believe that? Oh, my goodness. They've got money when they want to do something or restrict something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and, and never explain, you know, the negative uh, effects or fallouts from many of their actions, of course. Mm-hmm. It's, okay. Yeah. But it's it, government, Bob. It's government, yeah. Yeah, yeah at, at, least we got to, uh, at least we got to chat with her on some of those very important yeah. things. Uh, 827 on the Bob Rose Show. Much more to come. Hang in there on this happy hump day, Trump day.